Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, three hours down, one to go. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930. WBEN. Did I already say final segment or final hour? Not the final segment. Two segments in this hour. Um, we're coming at you live from our studios here in Amherst, New York. It's it's just been a beautiful victory Monday. The Bills won. Demar Hamlin's back in Buffalo. I mean, just heartwarming, uplifting, all those words in one. And um, couldn't be happier. Could not be happier. Our, our prayers are still with Demar and his family as his recovery is uh, continuing now here in Buffalo. Uh, but such an uplifting story. And like I said, if if he is if he is able to do so, and obviously we don't want him pushing uh, pushing it too much. Um, but if he is able to do so, I think it would be just awesome to see him at the game on Sunday. But again, uh, the doctors that want to comment on that, and we'll take it day by day. Uh, we are back. And we're talking about home repairs, car repairs, okay? When we left, we were talking a little bit about car repairs. And, you know, we've done this before. I've talked about this before. I do not feel comfortable. I barely feel comfortable. And this is 100% the truth. I'm scared when I put the windshield fluid in my car that I put it in the wrong place. Every time I question myself, you know, we talked about this last year, how I have to walk around my apartment 18 times before I leave to make sure I turned everything off. That's how I am with my car. I have to, okay, make sure, take a picture, make sure this is the right one. This is the one with the windshield wiper on it. That's how I am. So I get scared to do even that. I'm not touching anything else. I broke the dipstick in the Civic. I'm not doing anything else with the car. When it comes to home improvements, to, you know, being able to fix things around the apartment, I would like to just learn the basics. You've got people out there that, you know, okay, this is the problem. Boom, boom, boom. It's fixed. You have me. There is a stool in our um, kitchen that, now we've only lived in this apartment for a little over a year. There is a stool in the kitchen that has been broken for six months of the 16 that we've lived there. I can't find the right screw to put that stool back together. I can't match it up. I'm not good at matching up what screw goes where. And it's still sitting there. And if you try to sit on it, it's you know it's all wobbly and uncomfortable. Now there are some people, okay, I'll go to my toolbox, boom, 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 this is the right screw, done, 30 seconds. Joe Beamer, six months, still can't find it. <laughs> 
And let me tell you, I, I've gotten better at assembling furniture that comes from, you know, Ikea or Amazon. But there, the TV stand, our TV stand, I put that together last year and I put the doors, the doors on the wrong way. I put everything backwards so the magnetic strip wouldn't stick to the door. Yeah, that happened. Some people, they can put that stuff together in an hour. Not me. Not me. What about you? 803-0930, star 930. What are things that you feel comfortable doing? Are, are you, you know, handy with your car? Can you fix your car? Can you fix things around the house? And what's your biggest fail when trying to fix something? For me, it was breaking the dipstick, but I wasn't trying to fix anything. I was trying to look like I knew what I was doing. What's your biggest fail when trying to fix something? 803-0930, star 930, that's the number to get on. Like I said, right now, I still have a sink clogged because the Drano didn't work. Now I'm looking for what else to do. We'll see when I get home. I'll figure it out, I'm sure. Or we'll just call maintenance. Again, that's why I like living, that's why I like living in an apartment. <laughs> Um, and what's something that you learned on YouTube? You know, we hear about YouTube videos. A lot of people watch YouTube. And, And again, I think it does, you have to be somewhat in the right mindset or intelligent with certain things because I, you could show me a YouTube video on, let's just say how to change your oil, but I'm starting at zero. I feel like for some of these YouTube videos, you have to be starting at at least a little bit of knowledge of the car, right? Like when I changed, when I fixed the garbage disposal, I was starting at zero. I had to watch like four or five YouTube videos before I finally knew what they meant. And then putting it back together was a complete mess. Luckily, I was able to do it before my wife came home, so it was fine. But I feel like you have to start somewhere, right? Like people who are calling in and I'm so, so glad they did calling in saying, well, I can watch this YouTube video, do this, this, and this, but you started somewhere. I'm starting at, I'm a zero. Okay. I'm starting at zero on this. So you could show me a video of how to change your brakes. But again, I don't know the basics. I don't know the car basics. John said, oh, you got to get a lift and lift your car up. I don't know what that means. Is that the, the, the lift that's in the back of the car that you lift up to change a spit, to change the tire? In some cases, yes. Okay. In other cases, I don't know how to big, do that. In other cases, there's bigger jacks that can bring your car up higher, and they're made for more. Um, if you're going to have the car up longer, because that one you use to change your tire, it's going to work to change your tire, but you don't want to leave it on there for hours and hours or days on end. I wouldn't know that. Because it's like, it's it's such a small jack, and it's in such a weird spot. It could just, a lot of things could go wrong. And, yeah, I don't know. I Like, like I, my, dad, I my have dad's no a mechanic, idea. so I know a lot of things about cars. I'd have no idea about that. That's why I call AAA. You know, uh, last year I still had the Civic. My water pump exploded. And, you know, uh, thankfully someone got out of their car and pushed my car into a parking spot. And then AAA came in and took care of it. I just, I, that's, 
I feel like you have to start somewhere. And again, maybe this goes back to what we were talking about last week about having the confidence to do something and maybe having some training or, you know, just trying to pick up things by, as one of our callers said, you know, talking to your mechanic. David talked about uh, when you have someone over to fix something, you know, kind of observing what they're doing. Maybe more of that will give you the confidence. But if you told me right now, Joe, nowhere in this city, no one can fix your car. So either you're going to have to fix it or never drive again. And here's a 20-minute YouTube video. Now, I don't think I'm dumb, but I'm not smart. And I'm definitely not smart with cars. So I don't know of a 20-minute, I don't know if a 20-minute YouTube video is going to help me fix parts of my car. 803-0930, star 930, the number to get on. Matthew's in Lockport. Matthew, what do you have to say about this? Hey, Joe. Um, well, you're not dumb by any stretch. Uh, you're actually a very intelligent human being, and we appreciate uh, what you do for us You know, when Tom's not here. Well, thank you, Matt. Uh, well, with that being said, um, so what it all boils down to is what is called mechanical aptitude. And some people have it, and some people don't. Some people can get it, and some people never will. Yeah, I think I'm probably in the never will. Uh, now, Matt, let me ask you. You uh, Are you able to fix your car, fix stuff around the house? Yes. Now, did you always have that feeling that you'll just, hey, this is the problem, I'm going to figure it out? Or did it slowly, did you slowly get to the stage? No, I was definitely born with it. Absolutely. Yeah, see, I mean, I, the thing is, I see something's broken. My last thought is, how am I going to fix this? I, and maybe that's just my mindset. And if I change that, then we can go to the next levels. But I see something's broken. I go, yeah, I'm going to have to call someone about that. <laughs> well, that's how I make my living is when people call. So that's, <laughs> that's okay. And then, you know, you know, other people, you know, some people have great mechanical aptitude and, and are terrible with money or terrible with relationships or whatever. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't make someone less of a person. It's just, it is something absolutely you're born with. Yeah. Well, that's good to know, it's Matthew. Kind of a, it's kind of a blessing and a curse all at one time, you know. But. <laughs> well, hey, Matt, we're happy for people like you that I can uh, give a call and fix. Awesome. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Matthew and Lockport opens the line for you, 803-0930, star 930. I, I do think a lot of people fall in in my camp. And you have people that will will not admit it. I, I think I just – and maybe maybe this is laziness, Josh, but I think for me, I just admit I can't do that. Like I'm not going to be able to fix that. You know, I mean, there are times where I try, like, you know, my wife says, oh, this isn't working. I'll try. All right, I'm going to go take a look at it. Right. Yesterday, she's like, my, no my car is making a noise. Oh, well, let me take a look. I didn't know what I was looking for. I didn't know what was making the noise. But it, it is kind of as much as I can admit to you, the audience, that I cannot fix most things, that I'm just not the, a handyman. Like, I, it's difficult to admit to my wife, like, hey, yeah, I'm not going to be able to fix that. I don't, know what you, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, hey, Joe, can you come look at, uh, you know, this is not working. Unless it's the TV or the streaming stick or a smart speaker or even a computer. I think I, I can fix a computer. I am fine with electronics. I will help you with electronics. Ask my parents. I fixed their compact Passario after they had already gotten rid of it. And I was able to have a computer in my room as a kid because I fixed their broken computer. So I can fix electronics. I am fine with electronics. But when it's like, you know, Joe, you've got to fix this or it's going to be $2,000. Well, 
I'm probably going to have to pay the $2,000. 803-0930, star 930. Uh, where do you stand on this? And how did you train? How did you get to be the kind of person, if you are, that sees that something's broken and will go and say, I'm fixing this? I know that starts with a mindset, but how did you get the confidence and the training? You know, is it just, uh, you know, going through life? Okay, well, here, we'll try this. It doesn't work. We'll try something until it does work. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it takes failing to know what you're doing. And tell me about an epic fail when you tried to repair something. For me, it was just trying to check my oil levels, and I broke the dipstick. What is an epic fail when you were trying to uh, repair something? Christine is in Derby. Christine, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing well, Christine. Are, are you uh, are you able to repair things around the house? <laughs> I'm not, but my husband is, um, and my brother is really good at that. But I think what's interesting is they were both raised that way. So my dad is very, very handy, and my brother is very handy with everything around the house and with cars. But that's the way that he was raised. So my dad taught him a lot of that, and he worked with my dad. Same thing with my husband. So I think maybe if your mom or dad or grandpa or grandma, someone in the house, um, is very good at those things and you're raised that way and you work with them or learn from them, um, you'll pick that up. I, I think I think you're right. That has a lot to do with it. But you also uh, – I was a very lazy kid. So my parents would try to train, you know, like teach me how to do things, and then I would pretend that I didn't know how to do it, so they wouldn't ask me to do it again. That probably uh, cursed me later in life. Yes, that definitely did not help you. <laughs> but, but I do, but I do agree with the other gentleman that called. Um, the the gentleman that called a couple minutes ago that said he that's what he does for a living, and it's an interesting point that he brought up that. You know, some people are good at some things and some people um, aren't, you know. Um, I always feel like when I walk into Best Buy, it's my absolute worst nightmare. But I'm a wedding planner, so I'm kind of like, okay, can these people plan a wedding for 300 people? Maybe, but maybe not. I'm very good at that, but I'm not good with electronics. So it's kind of like a give and take, you know. You kind of just accept things that you're not that you're not good at yeah hey i you know i was in the principal's office for talking a lot in school and now look <laughs> no we love you we love you you do a great job hey christine appreciate the call christine and derby and that is true i mean my my dad would always say hey you know um go mow the lawn and i would do an awful job mow i think every time and by every time i think maybe four times growing up I attempted to mow the lawn. Every time my dad had to go back out with the lawnmower and redo it. That's how bad I was. I just, those are not, again, and maybe, maybe that was me being lazy as a kid, right? That probably had a lot to do with it. It's probably why I also ended up in radio because it doesn't take a lot to be on the radio. You know what I mean? Um, but maybe that, maybe that's it, you know? Hey, do this, do that. You know, uh, growing up, Growing up, you know, my parents would say, hey, you know, clean your room, clean this. And I, you know, I would just do a half, you know what job. I, I thought I did a good job, you know, saying stuff like that. But the mowing the lawn was, was the big one. Like, hey, go mow the lawn. And I would go out there and, you know, nothing would be even. There would be big 
pieces of grass <laughs> in between where I mowed the lawn. It wasn't the best work. It was not the best work. <laughs> 803-0930, star 930. But hey, maybe that's where being a lazy kid bites you in the you-know-what uh, the older you get. We'll be back. When we come back, we'll take your calls. 803-0930, star 930. After the news with Tom Puckett. This is fun. This is fun. And, and I do think there's something to that, right? You know, I did spend a lot of time in the principal's office or the dean of students' office, depending on middle school, high school, because I didn't know when to shut up in class. That has helped me now because my entire job has to do with me not shutting up until I turn the microphone off. So, you know, at least I got something right. We'll talk to you after this on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lazy yellow moon coming up tonight, shining through the trees. Crickets are singing in a Floating on a breeze Baby, get ready Across the field Where the creek turns back By the old stumble road I'm gonna take you To a special place That nobody knows Baby, get ready For Bowerly, final segment here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We were talking about, you know, being able to fix things around the house, being able to fix things in your car, and how I'm not good at any of that stuff, except for electronics. I think I'm pretty good with electronics. But this tells you just how dependent we are on electronics. I'm speaking for myself, I don't know about you. But look around your house. Now, obviously, take kitchen appliances out of it because we all need a stove and an oven and a microwave and all that stuff to, you know, to cook dinner and, you know, cook healthy foods and all that stuff. But if you look at your entertainment 
electronics. If you had to pick one to still be in the house, what one would it would it be? Because I'm I, I'm torn on this because I work in radio. And I love radio. I actually probably listen to radio more than I watch TV. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on radio. You know, when I'm playing Xbox, I usually have a, a, a radio station going, right? Um, on the soundbar. I just mentioned three electronics. And I'm saying, which one could you would you have to have? <laughs> but it, it's a difficult case. Because, I mean, even in my lifetime, we have more electronics in the house than growing up. You know, I, growing up, I remember my parents, we had... Uh, a TV. My parents had a really nice stereo system uh, back in the '90s. They had had uh, speakers on the on the floor. It was very cool, very '90s. I wish they still had that. Um, and you know that was about it. At one point, they only had uh, two TVs. I mean, now my parents have so many TVs. They have TVs stored in the old toy closet. But what is a an electronic that you couldn't go without? And I think I'm going to cheat here and say a smart speaker. Because that is, if I had to be honest, and I, I, I hope I'm not making our bosses upset, I listen to BEN more on my smart speaker than anywhere else. Now, obviously, I listen in the car when I'm driving around, but I'm in my car for what? 10, 15, I mean, I, when I do the other job, I'm in my car for a little bit, but I, I would say that smart speaker is probably what I listen to the most. I love music. I love listening to talk radio. I would really miss TV, though. Like I, and I, Again, it's probably not the right thing to say on the radio, but I would miss TV. I mean, look at just last night, Green Bay, Detroit. Tonight, you've got the national championship. I'm a huge fan of old 90s, early 2000s sitcoms. I think I really miss TV. But if I was told you could only take one electronic, you can't have another electronic, I'd probably have to say smart speaker. And again, I'm not sure. I hope I'm not upsetting the bosses. I would say smart speaker because that would give me the opportunity to listen to radio, but I could also listen to other things. Um... But that would be really tough. And I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, as I said, I like to sit, play Xbox on the TV, listening to the radio on the soundbar. And right there, that's three three electronics. So you're saying in this scenario, you wouldn't even be able to have... Like, if I if I was like, oh, I want an Xbox, I wouldn't have a TV You wouldn't have a TV. Because I was going to say, if at this point, you can stream pretty much everything off of an Xbox, and you have your video games, and you can even listen to radio on an Xbox. Yes, if you can. If you really tried... Just go to like the websites and whatever. So I would say Xbox, but if you can't have a TV, then that defeats the purpose. Really, of the, Xbox. the only gaming system in this scenario would be a Switch. Right, but then you still have the tiny, tiny screen. Yeah, that's what you picked. True. true. But I, I, I was talking with someone um, a while back who doesn't have a TV, has no TV. Like again, as someone who works in radio, I'm sorry to admit this. I think it'd be very difficult not to have TV. And I know I sound like a millennial. But I think it'd be very difficult to not have a, a TV. You know, when I'm, I, I, I'm not the busiest person in the world. But, you know, I do work this. I, I do have a second job that I try to work most days of the week. I like to go to the gym. You know, I, I like to fill my day with stuff. It is nice to come home 
sit on the couch, watch the Sabres, watch the national championship. I like to watch a lot of sports. My wife likes to watch a lot of that reality stuff or we both like to watch the true crime stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be difficult not to have TV. Prime example, and this is going to make me sound like a real nerd, but Friday night into Saturday morning, I was watching the speaker vote. I watched that to like two in the morning. I couldn't imagine not having the TV to watch that. But what if, if you had to pick an electronic, and I guess radio would always be with you because you could still have the radio in your car. I say smart speaker, and someone says that I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing that because I'm in radio. What would you say is the one electronic you could not live without? It would be, in my opinion, very difficult to live without TV. But Josh, what would you, if you had to pick one, you had to pick one. I also go smart speaker because I like to sing in the shower. And I have to have my smart speaker to play music in the shower. 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on. You can also text your answer in on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. I mean, I, I guess in this situation, we're all in trouble because you'd have to get rid of your smartphone. Your smartphone is an electronic. You'd have to... Uh, You'd have to you have to leave the the smartphone at the door in this uh, scenario. But it is interesting just how we've gotten with electronics and how, as Josh said, I mean, it used to be and it still is for a lot of people. You needed a cable to go to a cable box to plug into your TV. Now you can take the TV out of the box, hook it up to your Wi-Fi, and You'll have all your streaming. There's now streaming cable providers on the TV without anything. You just need it plugged into the wall. You know, I was thinking of this earlier today. Physical media, I mean, is such a thing of the past. You know, a lot of people, you know, you used to have to sell extra pieces of furniture to store your physical media. CD cases, DVD cases, VHS cases. I mean, you've literally freed up space in your living room because you don't need physical media anymore. Most people stream everything. CDs don't sell like they used to. Remember when you would go to Walmart or Target and a majority of the electronic section were CDs or even cassettes. Now it takes up half a shelf. And it's really for collectors. Right? Think about who do you still go out and buy the CD of? Probably an artist you really like. But most people don't go out buying CDs. Vinyl records are having a comeback. But again, I think people get probably artists they really like on vinyl. It's just amazing what the, the space that we have that we have freed up. I mean, I think back to as uh, going back to when I was a kid, my parents' basement. We had the TV stand. You would open up the TV stand, it would have the VCR or the DVD player and two shelves of VHS and DVDs. And it's amazing in less than two decades, we've gone to the point now where my wife and I just have a few DVDs 
in a small portion of our TV stand, which I don't even think was four DVDs, just in case, which this has happened to us before, just in case the internet goes out. We have something to watch. And yes, Josh, we would have to watch it on the Xbox because we don't have a DVD or Blu-ray player. We'd have to put the Blu-ray or DVD in the Xbox to watch it. But if the power, if the, uh, if the power, if the internet went out, at least we have that because our cable is through a streaming provider. All of our entertainment's through a streaming provider. So we have, you know, our go-to movies like Home Alone and Elf uh, on DVD. So at least we have something to watch while the internet's out. Or we could always just uh, pull out, we have um, Monopoly on Xbox too. We could play that. Board games on uh, board games for video games always confuse me. It's like it, so much fun. It, it, well, I we've don't talked, know. We, we've I, had we had this conversation a week ago. I but I like I like board games just in your hand. You know what I mean? So do I. But if you if but you the only way to, I could convince my wife to play Monopoly was to buy the Xbox game. Really? Yes. She she is not is it like the board game fan that I am. Is it like sped up or something? Is that why she doesn't like it? Because I think she just likes long? that it's on the TV. Oh. And we don't have to make a mess right. of all the houses and hotels and money and stuff. See, I was thinking about this a little bit. And say you had a smart TV. If you're saying that's the only electronic you have, what if you don't have, you won't have internet then? So how do you use a smart TV? What do you mean? For what? If you have a smart TV, right, and yes. you're trying to stream something on it, yeah. you need Wi-Fi. You need a router. Yes. That's an electronic. Or are we not considering that an electronic? No, that's an electronic. I'm telling you, yes. So it's 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 really hard to pick something because anything that you're like, oh, I can just stream stuff, you need the Wi-Fi. Unless- But with the TV, you could hook up, as I do, an antenna because I have true, a streaming provider true. that doesn't make you pay for local channels. I get all my local channels through the antenna. True. And but you can also say, oh well, like what if I just pull Wi-Fi off of the apartment complex I live in? Would that be like there's so many weird little Now you're cheating the question. All right, all right. I'm looking too far into it. That's but, see, know, I, I overanalyze. I'm going back <laughs> and I'm also going back to when we also had when we had all this physical media. And I don't know if you're too too young. Did, did you have physical media at some point? As in CDs, magazines, CDs, DVDs. Yeah, oh yeah. I still have all of my CDs in my car. I have my my senior year soccer warm-up playlist that we all made as a team in my car that I listened to from time to time. I remember when media play was going out of business. It seems like when I fill in for Tom, the final segment turns into nostalgia, 30 minutes of nostalgia with Joe Beamer. I remember when media play went out of business, and they had CDs down to $5 or less. And me and my friends went there, and we just if we knew one song by the artist, it was going in the basket. We just cleaned up CDs. Before they, before they went out of business. And we were like, look at all this music we're going to have to pick from now. We don't have to go to LimeWire. We don't have to go to Napster. Look at all this music we have to pick from. And now it'd be like, you don't have the space for that because we don't make things to store your CDs anymore. I actually have like a, C, a circular shaped case. And it can fit, I think, up to 75 CDs. But, but you have to take all the CDs out of their cases. And then what do you do with the cases? Do you put them in a you box throw them away. somewhere? What? Like I no, no. I, yeah, I like now, the cases. Because now CDs are collector's items. Back right. in my day, but I you just it. wanted the CD for the music. Right. We would have books of CDs. Mm-hmm. Yep. We still, I still do it at my parents' house somewhere in the basement. My parents have are, are the one that used to be in their car. But yeah, you would get the CD, you would play it in the case, boom, in the trash. That's, that, that's what happened at the Beamer house. And it would go in the book of CDs. 
And um, that's what we would pick through. I mean, oh my gosh, look at all these CDs we have. I don't know. I, I know I always get nostalgic at this. Uh, people, we should, every time I fill in for Tom, this should be a sponsored, the 530, the 5.30 segment, Nostalgia with Joe Beamer. Beamer in for Bowerly. Hey, it's been, um, it's been a really, really fun four hours. Uh, really enjoyed talking about the game yesterday, talking about the playoffs coming up, hearing from DeMar Hamlin's doctors on his recovery. If you missed it, DeMar is back in Buffalo. He is at a hospital here, and he is progressing very well. We'll continue to get updates, and we'll continue to bring you updates. Uh, the playoffs are right around the corner, looking very much forward to that and talking about that. Uh, I want to thank you all for the calls, the texts, the uh, social media interactions. Always a pleasure to fill in for Tom Bowerly here on WBEN. Tom will be back tomorrow, uh, so don't uh, don't worry. I'll be back at 9 o'clock. Tom will be, will be back here from 2 to 6. Uh, and you know what? Next time I'm here, though, next time I'm here, I think we'll do a little bit longer of a segment on physical media. Because it used to be such a th- when I, the first TV. Do you notice I, I I started my sign off and then I realized it was still early. Josh, do you notice that? I I, I know you, I, I, you weren't going to let it go. Um, when I was a kid, the first TV I got was a TV was a with a VCR in it, and my parents gave me a rolling TV stand to put the TV on. So I had this little TV with a VCR built into it and a bunch of VHSs. Oh my! I thought I was the coolest kid on the block. I had a VCR built into the TV in my bedroom. I had a Sega Genesis on the second shelf, and I had a bunch of games in VHSs on the bottom shelf. I was, let me tell you, I was a cool kid, all right? Where else could you watch The Mask and then play Sonic 2 and 3? Come on. I, 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 was, I was hanging with the cool kids. Um, but... It is interesting now. I mean, now they make game systems that don't even have CD uh, CDs in it. I still have one with the CDs in it, Josh. But you can get an Xbox with no. You don't buy any. You buy the games all on the Xbox. No physical media goes in it. Unfortunately, that's what I do with mine now. It's just it's so much easier because it's right there. But I, we use ours as a DVD Blu-ray player, so I have oh, to keep Oh, no, no, no. I have a I have a I have a disk drive still, but I usually just end up buying them all on my oh, no. Xbox. So do I, but you can actually buy an Xbox now that doesn't even have the drive. Yep. Yeah, my friends have them. It's amazing. And I don't I I see I don't get it because there's certain games that I will buy like you'll get like a special edition and you'll yes. get like a nice case and everything like that. That's the ones I'll buy, but other ones where I'm, you know, like the sports games, I'm buying year to year, and I'm just like, all right, I'll just buy it online. I mean, it's amazing here. You know, look behind you, Josh. That whole wall there before my time here, but I've been told, that whole whole wall would be where we put carts and beds and, you know, spots and everything would be back there, and you'd have to be running and playing. Now, everything's in that computer, allegedly. Everything's in that computer to run the entire radio station. It, 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 it's, it's amazing how far we've gone from physical media to now just everything is on your phone, on your TV, in the cloud. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Hey, I want to thank you again for um, everything. Calls, text, all that. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I know how difficult it is to listen to a fill-in host when you turned your radio on thinking to hear Tom. Believe me, as a radio nerd, I get it. Uh, Tom will be back tomorrow. I'll be back at 9 o'clock tomorrow. You guys have yourself a great Monday afternoon or Monday evening. Before we leave, 
I think TCU upsets Georgia tonight. Josh, what do you think? Well, I hope Georgia wins for uh, certain reasons. Oh. But I also hope that TCU wins because they're the underdog. Yes. It should, I hope it's a better game than they think. It's a 13-point spread right now. I hope it's better than that. We'll 14 is s- what I saw. Okay. Well, around the same thing. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.